This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited 2x miles on every purchase. Plus, earn unlimited 5x miles on hotels and rental cars booked through Capital One Travel. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Happy Friday, everyone, from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Stephen Thompson. It is April 15th, and there's a bunch of great new music out today. Here with me to talk about it are NPR Music contributor, Serena Toros. Hey, Stephen. Hello, Serena. Also host of the Artemisy podcast, Kiana Faircloth. Hey, Kiana. Hey, Stephen. Happy to be here. Great to have you. Also, we've got Radio Milwaukee's Tariq Moody. Howdy, Stephen. And I'm so thrilled to have you all here. We are talking about the best new albums out today, starting with Caitlin Butts and her new album, What Else Can She Do? Speak of the devil and he walks. It's like his ears burn when I talk. Pushed in a gutter, stuck in a rut, waiting for the next turn of the knife in my gut. It Won't Always Be This Way from What Else Can She Do by the singer Caitlin Butts. This is her second album after 2015's Same Hell, Different Devil. Serena, tell me about Caitlin Butts. Yeah, she's a country singer-songwriter from Oklahoma. And this album, I thought, was a really improved piece of storytelling. It's a series of character portraits about uh, different women in her life or women that she's observed over the last couple years. And they're all facing this question which makes up the title of the album, what else can she do? It's a series of women kind of at the low point of their life, at a place where they can make a big change, and they're grappling with that tension. Country is so suited for some of these questions of like existential crises and watching dissolving dreams, and I think she ties it together really, really beautifully. Yeah, I get vibes of early Casey Musgraves here. I definitely get some Miranda Lambert. I love the way this record kind of taps into these themes of resilience and grace and strength under fire. Yeah, I know, Stephen, you actually, I think you have a playlist called Grocery Store Country, right? From your yes. time working, was it in the 80s? Yeah, I worked in a grocery <laughs> store in the late 80s and put together a playlist of my favorite grocery store country music that I fell in love with. She said that she grew up listening to a lot of, like, 90s mainstream country, so I'm kind of picturing, like, Shania Twain and, like, Leanne Mm -hmm. Womack and Leanne Rimes, who are all big figures for me. I also grew up listening to them. She wanted to make something that's both a little bit mainstream, but weird and dark as well, and I think she really succeeded in pulling that all together. It's funny that you mentioned that Stephen had that country grocery playlist because Mm -hmm. I tend to categorize music in my head based on a store I was shopping or my retail experience. And this is definitely one of those albums where I can hear, you know, as I'm shopping through the grocery store somewhere or something like that, for sure. It's lifestyle music. Well, that is the singer Caitlin Butts. Her new album is called What Else Can She Do? Let's go next to Samora Penderhues. Samora Penderhues has a new album called Grief. Young men come down from that tower 
tell you five years later you made it out alive Blame games gon' lead to that pill, for real, it's such a thrill You might get lost in the darkness I'm sensing so much anger, where do you put it all? You made best friends with danger, it lives inside your walls Someone's catching it tonight, you lose your pride, you let it rain down on them to show you all it that's masculinity from Samora Penderhughes. He's a multidisciplinary artist who works in not only music, but also film, visual art, and activism. In fact, grief is part of a larger multimedia work that explores pain, loss, violence, healing, and potential solutions to the structural issues plaguing society. Kiana, there is a lot to unpack on this record. Definitely. And masculinity, which we just heard, has mm-hmm. an amazing film that goes along with it. And as we mentioned, it is going in conjunction with an exhibit that's happening in San Francisco at the Yerba Buena Center. It's called The Healing Project. And he's produced this masterful work in three parts. It's part digital archive, it's part film, and there's a sound component, which is this album. And it's absolutely incredible. It's out on actually Christian Scott's arm of mm-hmm. Ropadope called Stretch Music. And of course, Samora's sister, Elena Penderhughes, the flautist, is all over this album and has worked extensively with Christian Scott. So it only makes sense that they're together on this one. And it's so cool that it's his debut. And really the first time we're hearing him doing his thing solo and he brings his voice, his vocal skills into this album as well. And so it's really powerful talking about some things that, you know, we tend to brush over. As a society, he's delving into those socio-political issues having to do with, you know, incarceration and not really listening to folks' stories and how they get to where they end up, rather. So it's exploring those those avenues that take folks into the prison system. Our Samora Penderhughes Tiny Desk Home Concert is dropping the same day this episode drops, and I am very, very excited to see it. What do you guys think of this record? First thing that came to mind is Cinematic Orchestra, like the album Every Day. Mm-hmm. It was just beautiful. I mean, it was just a beautiful album. And then Masculinity made me think about black male masculinity. Kareem Aljabar wrote a piece about that, that that's all society looks at, at at black men. It's like, we're just violent. We don't have humanity. And this piece really hit close to home. I'm sitting there Googling this guy, and I'm like, how come I never heard of this? This is just a beautiful record, and I want to feature this on my radio show this week. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, Kiana, did you say this is his debut album? It is. You usually hear him behind different folks, but this is his first foray into doing this thing solo. And you can really hear like so much influence and inspiration from folks like Nina Simone, mm-hmm. some Curtis Mayfield in there and Marvin Gaye and all those folks who had something to say. Well, and artists who had these huge kind of technicolor palettes to what they were working on, they not only had a lot to say, but they said it in these really grand sweeping ways. It's, it's fascinating listening to this record. like how much softness there is to it. At the same time, there's real grandeur and range and reach. This is a fantastic record. 
Yeah, yeah I feel uh, like it's remarkable to think that this is a debut. The arrangements are just so, so beautiful. That really struck me. It was like the piano and the flute playing with his sister. Yeah, it's his official debut as a singer. And it's incredible to hear that, you know, it's yet another skill he pulls out of his yeah. bag. We hear him composing and producing and all of that. But now he's also singing and he has so much to say. It's beautiful. That's wonderful. That's Grief from Samora Penderhues. Safe to say, we all recommend it very, very highly. Let's go next to the singer Mal Blum. Mal Blum is back with a new EP called Ain't It Nice. Going forward is a climb. Going back's too far behind. I've been there too. I've been there too. Too many times. Can't move an inch, but you can't stay. And getting tired of running away Stuck in one place Wherever you wake I wanted to say Everybody loves you Everybody loves you Everybody loves you Everybody loves you Everyone adores you Everyone's sure of you Everybody loves you. Everybody loves you. That's Everybody Loves You by Mal Blum with a special guest vocal from one of my very, very favorites, the great Laura Stevenson. Serena, I know you've been a fan of Mal Blum for a while now. Tell me about this new record. I knew you were going to play that track because you're such a big Laura Stevenson (laughs) fan. You actually introduced me to Mal Blum because they were on the 2018 Austin 100. You know, the evolution of this project is so interesting to me. They actually came out as trans and non-binary around their last project, Pity Boy, which came out in 2019. Their songwriting has really evolved as their voices actually dropped. Earlier albums gave me almost kind of like a Frankie Cosmos vibe. Mm -hmm. Like it was very upbeat and clever and hooky. This just feels so much looser and less concerned with delivering quips and more like singularly confident and their voice and exploring new sounds. There's been so much Twitter discourse over just how big the influence of the war on drugs has been <laughs> on music over the last couple of years. And I felt that so acutely on this. This is just like the perfect road record. I felt like it's almost like motel dirtbag core, like very laid back. <laughs> and, you know, they said on one of the songs, Candy Bars and Men, that it's an ode to solo interstate travel Gay cruising, roadside motels, intimacy with stranger, novelty, desire, familiarity, bliss, shame, vending machines, and checking in and out. And I felt all of that. (laughs) Motel dirtbag core. That is evocative. Well, Malblum uh, wrote this record with a producer named Kyle Andrews. Uh, They had never met, were kind of paired up by their publisher to maybe work on songs together and ended up writing this entire record collaboratively online, having never met. And it's so interesting that it's this record about travel and connection made in pandemic isolation. And I think it really conveys a lot of longing that feels appropriate to both travel and isolation. I think when you're stuck in a room, it really stretches your imagination to picture all the places that you could be instead. I know we're both kind of fans of music that you can stare out the window to. (laughs) And I feel like this both does that and is definitely music that you can turn all the way up in your car, stretching out on like a desert highway. Malblum's new EP is called Ain't It Nice. We've still got a few more records that we want to play for New Music Friday, but first, let's take a quick break. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Mass Mutual. 
According to Calendar.com, the average person schedules just 4.5 hours per year on finances. Mass Mutual gets it. Life is busy. If you can't find time to plan your financial future, find someone who can, like a Mass Mutual financial professional. For the last 170 years, they've helped people plan for retirement, college tuition, and any other short or long-term financial goals. Learn more at MassMutual.com. This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited 2x miles on every purchase. Plus, earn unlimited 5x miles on hotels and rental cars booked through Capital One Travel. Your next trip is closer than you think with the Venture Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. This message comes from Fisher Investments, who wants you to know that not all money managers are the same. Fisher is a fiduciary and a fee-based advisor, so they do better when clients do better. FisherInvestments.com. Investing in securities involves the risk of loss. It's New Music Friday from NPR and All Songs Considered. I'm Stephen Thompson, and we are looking at some of the best new albums out today, April 15th. Next up is Jerry Paper. Jerry Paper has a new album called Free Time. they come and go and wake its constant flow I feel the weight of time supreme Then I stare reality In the eyes Baby, it's just a game That we're playing That's Just Say Play from Jerry Paper and their new album, Free Time. Jerry Paper is Lucas Nathan, a musician who specializes in a kind of, I would call it like joy forward, psychedelic mashup of synth rock and pop and psychedelia. Tariq, am I even getting close to describing what is going on on this record? It's a start. It's a start. <laughs> one, Peanut Butter Wolf and Stone's Throw is quintessential one of my favorite labels. I don't know how Peanut Butter Wolf continues to find interesting artists like Jerry Paper. I became a fan of Jerry Paper, 2018's album Like a Baby, and the track Baby was just like quirky and funky. And on this record, it is full of play. There's <laughs> Star Trek themes on this record. One track, which is kind of instrumental, Second Skin. Can I get Star Trek geeky for a moment? Yes, so please. Second Skin's based off a Deep Space Nine episode. I was reading a press release. That here's I love this. Nathan invites us to climb aboard their funhouse version of the Starship Enterprise, one whose prime directive <laughs> is self-acceptance, learning to rid ourselves of judgment from without and within, to forgive ourselves for our mistakes and to boldly go into the deep space of our own inner worlds. And I was thinking... Could this be the soundtrack to Mystery Science Theater 3000? I don't know. <laughs> There's this line on the final track, A Flower, A Square. They sing, I've tried to mold myself to a world that won't see me. This album is really just about breaking free of all of those expectations and deciding for themselves 
who they want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was reading an interview from from 2020 that they did with the LA Record online. First of all, in that interview, they were mentioning that they had started watching Deep Space Nine. So it's interesting to see <laughs> that that really inspired this whole new album. But they also said that they changed the way that they saw the creation of music. They stopped thinking about it as, I'm going to work on music, and changed their attitude to, I'm going to play music. And I think that word mm-hmm. play is so key to what they're doing here. The lightness, the levity, it's so weird and so fun. There's these like squeaky guitars popping up like little meerkat heads. I just had <laughs> such a blast listening to this. It's so refreshing to hear a record about queerness and trans identity that's not dire and heavy and hard to grapple with. Transness is a world unto itself, and it's about reimagining what the world could be and what who you could be in that world. And they created this world for themselves to explore that. It does feel very just free and liberating for anybody. When I was listening to this album, especially uh, the flute. Yeah, I was oh, yeah. going to mention the flute. I love Leland <laughs> Whitty from Bad, Bad, Not Good. Killing. Absolutely love the flute in that. It just floats and it just feels like I'm in my car taking a road trip or walking through anthropology, just shopping. You know, there's that <laughs> that store playlist once again. Um, so cool. And the other track I love, Shaking Ass, man. I feel like... <laughs> I want to say something about that track. I want Megan Thee Stallion to do a remix of that track. I want her to see, yes. see her flow <laughs> on that spaced out synth on that track. I Doesn't think it fun. feel like a, a twerk mix in <laughs> yeah. the older, right? This record's so fun. It's so joyful. It loves you as much as you love it. <laughs> that is Jerry Paper and their new album, Free Time. We're going to close out this week's show with the lightning round, but first we've got one more pick. A live recording from the Dave Brubeck trio called Live from Vienna 1967. <laughs> Kiana, there is a story behind this record, and it's such a good story, starting with the fact that Dave Brubeck usually led a quartet, not a trio. Right. It's a happy accident, and it ended up making history. You know, the sax man, Paul Desmond, actually missed his flight (laughs) from Hamburg to Vienna, and it ended up being just Joe Morello on the drums, Eugene on the bass, Eugene Wright on the bass with Dave Brubeck and <laughs> it's so cool because it's almost like I can imagine them waiting to see okay so is Paul going to show up should we wait should we go should we not you know and eventually they get started and the first track out the gate St. Louis Blues Eugene makes a reference yeah, on the, in the bass song. <laughs> and you can hear around the five minute mark it's like I'm going to wash that man right out of my hair <laughs> like an inside joke <laughs> between all of them about the fact that Paul didn't show up. Absolutely so much fun. And history was made that night in Vienna at the concert hall. What's cool about this album, of course, is dropping during Jazz Appreciation Month, but they're going to be dropping a special edition vinyl of this record, the only record that has them as a trio on Record Store Day on April 23rd. I love just hearing how they all had to kind of step up a little bit but they also invited the audience. They kind of broke the fourth wall 
between them and the audience. You could hear how riled up and excited the audience was and almost supporting them in the fact that Paul wasn't there. They seemed to be totally cool with the fact that he wasn't there and sort of filled in the gaps. You can feel the crowd supporting them, knowing that they're along on a strange ride, right? Like they understand what is missing from this sound. They fill in some of that space, but also the musicians themselves, because you have one fewer player on the stage, everybody's got a little bit more space to stretch out and really showcase their talents. It is a different side of these musicians in a way that I really dug. Dave Brubeck is one of the artists that inspired me to take up piano, jazz piano. So that's all I have to say. It's funny because the same, I actually got to meet Dave Brubeck. I was about 12 years old. And I just remember him being so warm and welcoming and playing my little version of Take Five for him. So embarrassing when I think back on that. (laughs) I'm sure he heard worse. (laughs) I doubt it, but. Well, that is live from Vienna 1967, an archival recording from the Dave Brubeck Trio. Naturally, we couldn't get to every worthwhile album out April 15th, so we do want to give you a quick lightning round of some of the other releases out today. Kiana, why don't you kick us off? I am definitely digging Joel Ross's latest album, The Parable of the Poet, and it is a seven-movement suite, and it's absolutely taking you on a spiritual journey I feel from the beginning, the first track, Prayer to Benediction, you hear all of his influence growing up in a very spiritual household in the church. On this album, just like on some more Penderhuse's album, his label mate, Emmanuel Wilkins, joins him on this one as well. And a lot of cool other musicians, Marquise Hills with him on the trumpet, Gabrielle Garo on the flute. Just a great band that he calls the Parable Band on this one. Let's hear just a little bit of that. All right, Serena Toros, how about you? I'm a huge fan of Flock of Dimes, which is the solo project from Jen Wozner. Last year, she put out an album called Head of Roses. This year, she's putting out a B-sides or companion album called Head of Roses Phantom Limb, which has songs that she wrote at the same time that just didn't quite make the album, and a couple live performances, including ones that she actually did in her Tiny Desk Home concert, of the song Price of Blue, which had one of the best oh. guitar solos of 2021. Agreed. Um, <laughs> and I just think this is a fantastic project. Someday we can very highly recommend that Tiny Desk Home Concert, which features Sylvan Esso and Mountain Man performing with uh, Jen Wozner. Great stuff. Tariq Moody. I'm a huge fan of music coming from the UK, jazz, hip-hop, and R&B. And I'm beginning in love with what they call UK Drill, which is kind of inspired mm-hmm. by Chicago. And London took it and made their own. And this artist is definitely one of the leading forces of it. Digga D. It's his name. Mm-hmm. The album's called Naughty by nature. <laughs> naughty, N-O-U-G-H-T. Yes, naughty by nature. I just love their flow. I love the accent rappers. Some people don't, but I just, I'm a sucker for that. I love everybody from Roots Manuva to Koji Radical and Digga D is among that list as well. But there's a highlight track that samples uh, 50 Cent's hit 21 Question. It's called Hold It Down. 
So I'm with a ting in some council flats Making squares out of cling while she counts the racks Used to make her hold a spin, she ain't new to waps Real bitch, you hold it down to the max I felt it in my gut, I knew something went right I'm looking out the window, I'm seeing his lights that's diggity naughty by nature. For my picks, I brought two. There's a new Kurt Vile record called Watch My Moves. He remains, as ever, a reliable fount of laid-back guitar grooves to kind of help kick off your weekend right. I also want to highlight the band Spanish Love Songs. Their music has always had this kind of feral intensity to it. You can really hear that on their last record that they put out a couple years ago. That was called Brave Faces Everyone. Their new record is called Brave Faces, etc. It reimagines the songs from Brave Faces Everyone by dialing the volume way, way back while maintaining that kind of life and death drama. It's a really surprising reinvention of a record that already really grabbed me to begin with. Let's actually hear a little bit of the new version of Kick. Just keep your head up if you're not okay But not okay is what's expected They'll call you That'll do it for New Music Friday. Serena Toros, Kiana Faircloth, Tariq Moody, thanks so much for joining me. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, Stephen. If you want to hear all the music we've featured on this week's show, along with a bunch of other great new music out today, we've got expanded playlists in Apple Music and on Spotify. Search for NPR's New Music Friday playlist in either of those apps. Don't forget to bookmark the Now Playing blog at NPR Music that is packed with song recommendations that'll help you stay caught up on great new music. You'll also want to sign up for NPR Music's weekly newsletter. It's put together by the exceptional Marissa LaRusso. To subscribe, go to npr.org slash music newsletter. This week's show has been produced and edited by Bob Boylan and Ron Scalzo. From NPR Music and All Songs Considered, I'm Stephen Thompson, encouraging you to be well, take a break, go for a nice long spring walk, and treat yourself to lots of great new music. Not okay, it's what's expected Call you a hero As you died there on the couch The truth and what they say The world's gonna kick you either way Support for this podcast and the following message come from Dignity Memorial. When your celebration of life is prepaid today, your family is protected tomorrow. Planning ahead is truly one of the best gifts you can give your family. For additional information, visit DignityMemorial.com. This message comes from NPR sponsor Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell and show up exactly the way you want to. Customize your online store to your style. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash NPR.
On Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, we have very important people on our show and then ask them about very unimportant things. Here's U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. Uh, We are also reliably informed that among your enthusiasms, in addition to macroeconomic policy, is mobile games. Uh, There is some truth in that. There's some truth in that. (laughs) Join us for the NPR podcast that considers all the other things. That's Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me.